When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind, working. LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. How about that? Listen, please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me when I got to work? I feel sorry for me. <laughs> exactly. Kind of a life that I could settle into. Oh, real. Yeah. Fun, sun, and surf. It's the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world, including those down here in sunny South Florida. That's right. We're back in our regular environs for a while. And the Moose is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. It's a very big day. We've got breaking news. NHL trade deadline stuff coming down. We've had a huge trade within the last 30 minutes or so. You're on, Moose. You're on, Moose. And I appreciate you coming on. I know you're feeling a little under the weather today, coming out of a very big weekend. Uh, are you going to be able to pull through? Are you going to be able to tough it out, grind it out? <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I can play through it. Okay. Appreciate it. Uh, This is episode number 720 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And coming up on the program today on this NHL trade deadline day, uh, Florida Panthers longtime radio analyst Bill Lindsay, one tough SOB, pride of uh, Fernie, B.C., and Whitefish, Montana. Bill Lindsay coming up on the program today to talk about the moves in the NHL and also Jeff Patterson to do the same from Vancouver Canucks coverage from long time past. Before we jump into the quick six show topics, did you, Darren, upload photos for the weekend photo album? Did you? <laughs> That's a hard uh, uh, no. But my weekend mm, okay, was well, exciting, but far less exciting than yours. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. We have we have it. This is that's why they pay me not to just look pretty. <laughs> the RP photo album uh, for Great Western Brewing Company, the best beer in the game. This was on Saturday. One last look at beautiful Calgary as we slid out of there. We will be back April 11th. Miss you, Calgary. But we'll be talking about you lots. What else we got there, guys? Uh, this lit. This look at this couple of signed Connor Bedard jerseys. I have no idea what these suckers are worth. I guess we're going to find out at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Golf Tournament coming up June 20th at Bears Paw. For details, DM us, and we'll get you into that golf tournament. That'll go up on the silent auction as we raise a lot of money 
for a really wonderful cause. And I think the last photo we have is uh, back here. Uh, yes, indeed, on the beach. Didn't take long, 28 degrees Celsius, and we're enjoying it, and we're ready to talk hockey. All right, again, the Great Western RP Show photo album is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. All right, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? You can tell, Moose, I'm feeling punchy. I'm happy uh, because back down here and big news. NHL trade deadline. Got my gong back. I don't have the bell, but the gong will suffice. <laughs> the Minnesota Wild addressed their inconsistent goaltending situation by acquiring Marc-Andre Fleury in a trade with the Chicago Blackhawks Monday morning. The deal was confirmed by a source uh, on the condition of anonymity, blah, blah, blah. The Wild are in the midst of a tightly contested Western Conference playoff race and began the day third in the Central Division. In Flurry, they had a three-time Stanley Cup winner, who at 36 won his first Vezina as the NHL's top goalie last year while playing for the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, I'm bringing you in for the analysis, Moose, because you're not just a pretty face either. Um, I felt that the flower was the biggest piece out there. Our viewers said the same thing, right? A couple of weeks ago, we had that poll question, who's the biggest available piece? And it went down today. I didn't envision the flower going to Minnesota. From the coverage that I've seen already this morning, he's only interested in finishing the year with Minnesota. He's on an expiring contract, and he'll look to play somewhere else ne next year, unless this is a wonderful conclusion to this season and this contract for him and many. So... The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, before we go any further, is you want to throw it up. Who has improved their team the most in advance of the trade deadline? And I didn't even run this by our crew. We forgot to talk about it in the morning meeting. I came up with it on my own. The Minnesota Wild today adding the flower. The Toronto Maple Leafs, who made a big splash on the weekend. The Florida Panthers. Or the Calgary Flames, who were very active ahead of the trade deadline. So if we can bring the moose back in and you can vote now on YouTube or Twitter, my vote's for Florida. Your Leafs got, as you know, Mark Giordano on the weekend. So over to you, Moose, on all of this, today's news, the Leafs move, and the rest. Yeah, I think the Mark Giordano trade was, was a big one. You got a veteran on the back end. Um, that really helps. They need to solidify you know, their defensive group. You know, Ben Chirac going to Florida, but I think it's this morning's Marc-Andre Fleury trade. I know he won the Vesna last year so he still has a lot of game left in him and minnesota we've seen them i mean they came through western canada when we were there they've um been really good this year i think minnesota's primed to contend and goaltending was one one area of concern for them now this kind of clears that up so if mark andre Fleury gives us anything close to what we've seen the last couple of seasons uh, minnesota will be a contender interesting you say that by the way, tell your friends, and I see it, viewership going up as we are now on the air from South Florida and the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. That's where the moose is residing today. I'll get to your good mornings and all the rest uh, in a moment. You guys can continue to say hi to each other, but I, I got to move along. My vote is, is for the Florida Panthers because I'm in Florida. You saw that on the weekend I tweeted, uh, hey, for the Flames, you can't be in the top five if you lose to Buffalo. Brian right. Dixon, one of our viewers, wrote me and said, you must be leaving town. <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> I sent him a photo from the airport. Got me! Anyways, hey, Sports Talk Radio this morning. If you go to my Instagram story, you'll see it. At Rod Peterson Official. They're talking about the Panthers. They're talking about the trade deadline on Sports Radio down here in South Florida. So the Panthers are in it to win it. And people that don't even follow the Panthers 
are all excited about getting Claude Giroux, which reminds me, we'll talk more about Giroux going to the Panthers later when Bill Lindsay joins us, the Panthers color guy, and was on that 96 run to the Stanley Cup final for Florida. But I want to talk to you about Mark Giordano. The wire story here is this. Mark Giordano is going home. The Maple Leafs acquired the veteran defenseman in Toronto native along with center Colin Blackwell from the Seattle Kraken on Sunday for two second-round draft picks and a third-rounder. And I might throw in there that Claude Giroux was dealt to Florida on Saturday for first-round pick Owen Tippett, who's just a stud. A conditional 2024 first-rounder and a 2023rd third-round pick. A 2023 third-round pick. Here's my thing on Giordano. And obviously, you're going to say, you know, the Leafs are in it to win it. I hear he's a great guy. I've never met Mark Giordano, but this is what I know. Don't at me. But for years, we've said the Flames have had a culture problem. Giordano leaves in the expansion draft, and all of a sudden, the Flames are running away with the Pacific Division and are a Stanley Cup contender. I'll preface it again, or repeat, I don't know Mark Giordano. But I know guys that have coached him. I know things that have been said in one-on-one meetings between the two that makes me believe that although he is a captain and they wouldn't put a C on a guy that's a tremendous leader, come on. Two plus two adds up to four in this case. He's gone. Flames were a contender. Obviously, the Leafs feel otherwise. They wouldn't have done their homework on him and come to the result that they don't want him. They want him, Darren, but that's just what I see. What do you think? Yeah, that's that. That's interesting, you know. And and you wonder how much is it other external factors, Daryl Sutter and and whatnot, and just that group. But um, I mean, you're you're right. You, you don't put a C in a guy unless he's a great leader. But you know, it might not just be a coincidence that you know now the Flames are rolling and their dressing room seems to be pretty good and pretty clean and pretty tight. Now you know you look at other hockey guys. Ron Francis thought enough of Mark Giordano to make him the selection and put the C on him in Seattle. Um, so there's that. They think highly enough of him in Toronto to bring him in. We'll see, right, where, what happens with the, with the Maple Leafs. If they can't deal with adversity and, and their locker room starts to become an issue, then, uh, then maybe we will question this move. But, you know, on the surface, I like it. Of course, you're a Leafs fan. But at a dinner party last night in Dodge City, and you saw the photos, that's on my social media too, they were talking about, uh, you know, Joe Thornton's been added to the Panthers, and he brings veteran leadership. And I'm like, well, he didn't do squat for the Leafs last year. And the feeling down here is, well, that's Toronto. They ruin everybody. Sorry. So, not wrong. You know, yeah, so to circle back around on Giordano, I want to hear from the Alberta peeps. You know, we've exploded in Alberta just in time for us to head out of there for a few weeks. Before we go back, how do you feel about this? I'll say it again. You're, you're, captain should be at least <laughs> i look at the captains in the past messier gillies pot ben the cornerstone of your franchise if you're a winning franchise and you see so you you remove giordano and you don't you get better so that's my take on that and then for the winnipeg people watching mason appleton is back with the winnipeg jets the jets have acquired him from the seattle kraken for a fourth round pick in the 2023 nhl draft the 26 year old from green bay wisconsin had six goals and 11 assists in 49 games for the kraken this season he was selected by seattle in last year's nhl expansion draft so with that move i'm like i knew you didn't want to leave him they didn't want or you didn't want to lose him in the expansion draft so you got him back you don't want to lose anybody in the expansion draft. Your players are your players. You love them for a reason. I've been involved in a lot of expansion drafts in both pro football 
and hockey. You don't want to lose guys. What does that move signal for Winnipeg? They didn't really sell off and they didn't really buy. And yeah, your thoughts on the Jets here at the deadline? Yeah, it didn't really do much, right? They get a player they like, but that's about it. Not selling, not buying, just kind of staying pat and this group needs to either go on a run or make some moves in the next few 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 hours, right? As we get closer to the deadline, uh, it's hard to get a read on what they're doing in Winnipeg right now, um, and that's a tough spot to be when you've got all these guys who have done so well for you and and got you into the playoffs and made you a contender, but you're underperforming. Well, do you believe in that group that they can get it together down the stretch and go on a streak and get in and be contenders or? You know, that's the really tough decision to try and blow it up. So I don't know what they're going to do here the rest of the day. Again, uh, folks, you're welcome to chime in with your comments, but it's not yet viewer takeover for Taco Time. My point, too, Moose, was Sunday NHL leftovers, but because it's trade deadline day Monday, I'm so over Sunday, so let's move on to point three. And that is Deshaun Watson's complicated pass didn't dissuade the Cleveland Browns from betting on the quarterback's future. He is on Cleveland's roster, and at this point, that's the only certainty with a talented yet controversial quarterback. Deshaun Watson's stunning trade to the Cleveland Browns became official Sunday, capping a whirlwind few days during in which the three-time Pro Bowler, accused by 22 women of sexual harassment or assault, agreed to come to Cleveland after initially telling the team he wouldn't. The Browns are taking heat for bringing in Watson with his legal baggage, but the team feels comfortable with its decision. Desperate to win, the Browns have gone all in for Watson, sending first-round picks to the next th- for the next three seasons to Houston. This better work. Along with a 2023 third-rounder and a 2024 fourth-rounder, Cleveland is also giving Watson, who's still facing civil lawsuits, public scorn and possible NFL discipline, a fully guaranteed 230 million dollar contract now there's more i'll just throw in that atlanta carolina and new orleans were all trying to get a hold of deshaun watson too via trade you can sit and debate all you want whether this is right or wrong it's in my commentary today on cat country rock 98.5 and rodpeterson.com if you're expecting sports teams to do what's right you're going to be waiting a real long time and that's not a new thing that's always been a thing in pro sports it just is Uh, Just win, baby. But in this case, I really think, Moose, that this is going to blow up in the Cleveland Browns' face for two reasons. One, it always does. And two, we talked about this a bit on Friday, but Baker Mayfield, I believe, is a franchise quarterback. They stunned the world when they took him number one overall. And if I may, he took him to the playoffs, took him to a playoff win. From all accounts, he's a great person. He's the kind of guy that you build around and is a franchise guy and you ship him out for Deshaun Watson, who you got to defend before he even gets to Cleveland? Is he that much better than Baker Mayfield? Like, he's good. He's very good. We saw him live in Houston. You and I were there. Hosted a sports trip there. He's very good. But what is it worth? I think this blows up on the Browns. How about you? I'm not so sure. And I don't know if I was was reading Peter King or if I was listening to, to some American talk. But they they went back to when Deshaun Watson came to the NFL out of Clemson, and one scout and one or one league personnel had mentioned that he was one of the cleanest prospects to come out of college football. Cleanest in terms of personal reputation, in terms of rap sheet, and all those types of things. One of the cleanest prospects to ever come out of the NCAA. 
now obviously you give the guy a little bit of money, he wants to have a little bit of fun, and now he's getting into a little bit of trouble, right? And he's got all the allegations. So I think there's a good person in there. I think he's made mistakes. I think he probably has a chance to now redeem himself and get back into the NFL. Um, I don't know if Cleveland's the place to do it. It hasn't been a kind place for quarterbacks. It hasn't been a kind place, you know, for, for players to spark their careers, but uh, maybe for Deshaun it will. But, you know, with Baker, I'm with you. I mean, he had a bad year, okay? So we know that. He had a bad year, um, and, and now we're not sure about Baker Mayfield. But you're right. He seems like he's got a little personality. He came to your organization and not only made you a championship contender, you know, got you into the playoffs. That doesn't happen in Cleveland. Like you said, won a game. That doesn't happen in Cleveland. So one bad year, I wouldn't be so quick to just close the book on Baker Mayfield either. Well said, my friend. That's why we are a great team. Uh, you've made me walk back. We're all about second chances here. I get it. But I just think moving on from Baker Mayfield is, uh, he, I, think he's, I think he's the guy. What was Deshaun Watson really doing for the Houston Texans before he got into all the trouble? He took him to the playoffs too. But they got destroyed in those playoffs. Anyway, i got to think about it a little more. John O'Flynn watching from Vancouver. I'm just gonging it because we haven't heard from John in a while. He says, hit the like button. I'm watching on Game Plus Network on TELUS Channel 924. Wow, well, thank you very much. That's out in Vancouver, Canada, where we're very popular on TELUS Optic TV. It's the preferred cable carrier in Western Canada, TELUS Optic TV in Alberta and BC. There's no doubt. I see that we have to take a break. We've got through three topics, Moose. So you sit tight. You're doing great, my friend. Hang in there. <laughs> when we come back, we'll get to what the other people want to talk about. We covered hockey and football off the top. We've got NBA to get to. We've got the World Women's Curling to get to. I want to talk about some interesting weekend notes involving a rush, some junior hockey stuff. And uh, how about those Blue Jays? How about those Blue Jays? We've got a lot to get to. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces and 31 U.S. states, live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, we are back and uh, back in our usual environs for a while. Myself in South Florida and uh, the Moose and the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Uh, we have viewer mail, Darren. I don't know if they forwarded this to you or not. We're going to get to it at some point today, not right here. But I always liked viewer mail. Remember when we used to read angry mail on the air? We don't get angry mail anymore. Right. I think it's because people that get offended at things that I say aren't watching anymore because they realize that I'm not changing. I don't know. But I will tell you this. Tough Tribe for Men was designed to meet the unique demands of clean professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman shampoo teams up with an invigorating cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beer and hair pomade. To start your day feeling fresh and confident. We're very confident men here. And that's thanks to toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com. And Amazon Canada 
And Moose, my tough tribe for men pomade was confiscated at the border. How about that? What? Oh, no. Yeah. So if you notice my hair is a little out of sorts today, it's because I was three kilograms over on my bag checking in at the Calgary airport on the weekend. So I had to like rifle stuff out of my bag into my carry-on and that happened to be that jar of pomade, which was too big. over the limit. I'm like, if that's the b biggest thing, I'll survive. But I remember driving around Calgary with Moose. I'm driving, he's got his notepad out or whatever you're doing. You always got that clipboard. And you're like, what do you need from Tough Tribe? What did I say? More pomade. Unlimited pomade. Just keep sending the pomade. That's right. I, I had a vision that I was going to have my pomade confiscated at the border. So when are we going to have that? When are we gonna, when's it going to be? It's on the way. So okay. for the next time I see you, we'll have more pomade for you. Hang on to it for me. Thank you. Okay, so we move on with the quick six. And, and don't let me forget before we get out of this segment to talk about our bet regal game of the weekend winner because we have one and i appreciate everybody who played just keep playing we'll probably eventually get to you as a winner but we have a winner coming out of the weekend but point four the quick six show topics pascal siakam had 26 points and precious achua scored 21 to lead the raptors to a 93 88 win over the philadelphia 76ers Chris Boucher had 12 points and 14 rebounds. The Raps extended their road win streak to six. Okay, so they're back to who we thought they were. Cool, but it's still Canada. It's NHL trade deadline. I've had enough NBA talk. 2.5. Kerry Einerson is back to a 500 record at the Women's World Curling Championship. She fell to 2-2 two and two after losing 11-3 to Switzerland in Sunday's final round-robin session. Canada gave up a four-point steal in the sixth and conceded the game. Silvana Turanzoni of Switzerland is the back-to-back -back defending champion. So there's that. Curling, more curling news coming up. As I read these funky names of Europe, Moose, I should tell you that I started to watch Drive to Survive on the weekend. And? I would suggest you and our consultant, Lee, raised the bar too high it was pretty good does it get on does it speed up from the first episode or is that is the first episode in indicative of the rest of the series good question no i think it speeds up a little bit as you start to get to know the the guys a little bit more i think you'll you'll get more into it as you go maybe or maybe you won't i enjoyed it but i wasn't like spending 40 hours binging it all weekend like some people we know right but uh yeah i learned a lot of things already this is the fastest motorsport in the world i sh i should have known that but i didn't um i knew some of the names but i didn't know their faces right so that was cool and really it's kind of like uh, talladega nights on steroids <laughs> that's a good way to put Where? it shake and bake um jack fulton my guy jack he's watching in Vulcan, Alberta, and he says, Rod, I believe that the Flames turnaround has more to do with the coaching change than Geo leaving, but I've been wrong once before. Jack, I've been wrong once before, too. I have the date somewhere, in here, but it's way back. I'd have to go back and look. <laughs> it's, very it's very possible. I'm just, watch me get nailed to the cross here for that take, but I'm just saying, Geo leaves in their first place in the Pacific. And now I know they were first place in all of the West Conference a few years ago when Geo was there. So I'm just putting it out food for thought. 
Tacona Pally watching in Winnipeg says, Happy birthday, Dale Howard Chuck. We always got to recognize Ducky. And it was so awesome that we were there the day they unveiled uh, the road, eh? Mm hmm. Uh, Dale Her so cool. Howard Chuck, wait. I'm reading the comments as we go. Ted Bluez watching on YouTube says the Habs are in sell off mode, but they already have 13 picks in this year's draft. When is enough picks? Not sure you want to flood your system with a bunch of players the same age. Thoughts? Well, it's a clear plan, I, and it's a great question. <laughs> great question, Ted. For a guy that loves personnel like I do, and as do you, you know, the construction of teams, I think we all kind of like to get into that. I don't think you can have enough picks, and especially if you have faith in your scouting department. You know, and every team's different. New Nick Suzuki wasn't drafted by Montreal. Josh Anderson wasn't drafted by Montreal. Shea Weber wasn't drafted by Montreal. But not every team's built exclusively through the draft either. If you have faith in your scouting staff, then the more picks, the better. So it, it clearly Kent Hughes. Let's give the guy just a little... <sighs> like, that's Habs fans, right? They're nuts. Mm -hmm. And they know they're nuts. I don't have a problem with stockpiling picks. How about you? I don't. I mean, I understand you don't want to have all guys the same age. You want to have a mix of veterans, of young players in the middle. But draft picks are assets, right? I mean, you're either going to use them to draft somebody that you really like, or you can use them to trade and get a veteran piece if you need that, or if you need somebody to fit your bottom six or a D-man or whatever. So they're assets you can use later. You might not use them to draft players. You might not keep them around a long time. So yeah, I, I think they're, they're great. Um, and everybody, here's the thing. You know, we talk about, you know, I'd rather take a proven player over a draft pick, right? But there's this allure of draft picks. If you've got a first round pick, we have this allure that that could be the next superstar in the league, right? Well, there's no guarantees when you go into the draft if you're going to make the right selection. So I like that. You know, you can usually um, create a lot of value out of draft pick. Look, you hate when I say this, but there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. What would you rather I said? What would you what would be a better phrase than that? There's a there is a better one out there. I don't know what it is. Um, I'd have to go to the <laughs> you big think board. About it a... and, you think about it and get back to me. But I will. I just know because I've sat at so many draft tables: NHL, WHL, CFL, probably soon NFL, or at least maybe not at the table, but well, some cases at the table, but close or on the floor and there are sometimes teams that get up and leave before their picks are done you get to the ninth tenth round of some of these drafts and they're like okay close their book i've found the best teams never leave. they pick until their picks are gone shocked when gms get up for the well we're done for the day but sir you have three picks left we're good never quite figured that out <laughs> but hey again more than one way to skin a cat but you're, you're right. Picks are assets. Picks are players. That's what I think people don't understand. When picks go in a trade, that is players. And if you have faith in your scouting department, it's just important as getting a player. Anyways, moving on. Jennifer at the Four Seasons. Uh, Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, My Pats got their butts kicked on Saturday. My God, that was terrible. Connor kept his streak going, though. And before I address that, Nelson Hackowitz writes in on the uh, Drive to Survive, and he says, 
It was a good doc, but not good enough to get me to wake up at 2 a.m. to watch F1 good. Dude, there ain't nothing getting me up at 2 a.m. to watch. I'm not 10 watching World Juniors anymore. I'm old. Uh, Wayne in B.C. Victoria, B.C. watching. He says, do we really have to be that P.C. that you can't say skin a cat? Wow. Yeah, we do. Clark tells me he has the other sayings. So the, what are they? Oh, yeah. here we go. Can you read them, Darren? So this or is this I, this yeah, actually. I had pulled this up a long time ago. These are actually from PETA. Okay, they had tweeted this out. It's hilarious. So instead of saying "kill two birds with one stone," you're supposed to say "feed two birds with one scone." How about that? That's the real thing. <laughs> this is for real. <laughs> Instead of beat a dead horse, you're supposed to feed a fed horse. How about that? And there's others on the screen, so. I've gotten uh, heck for saying that beat, beat a dead horse thing. I don't even want to say from whom. Because she's a regular viewer of the show. But I'm like, come on, give me a break. I'm not, yeah, done. Um... <laughs> Our Blue Jays coming up. See, there's so I told you this morning on the phone that we would have so much to talk about. Oh, so yeah. the Pats got spanked and uh, Moose just said, the Pats fans are all upset, and I just, it's predictable. I'm sorry, can I talk about my guilty pleasure, junior hockey, major junior hockey? Although I love junior A too. I belong to this Pats Facebook group, and the Pats get spanked in Moose Jaw 10-4, and I'm like, three, two, one, boom. Who are they to charge so much for season tickets? The Pats are overpriced. They're greedy. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so why do I do it? Why do I go in and look at this stuff? See, yeah, they got thumped in Moose Jaw. The Moose Jaw is the better team. What did you think was going to happen? I was praying that it wouldn't happen. We used to say when I was with the Pats, and I won't say who else, but we're like, as long as we got Eberle and a goalie, we're good. If we leave these guys behind in this restaurant, if we leave these guys in this gas station here in the middle of nowhere, we're good. As long as we got Eberle and a goalie. I've told you that, right? And now it's yeah. Bedard and a goalie. And sometimes it's not, sometimes I don't even have the goalie. So that's my take on the Pats. Enough about that. Uh, they're, they're just not that good. I'm actually shocked. They're even close to a playoff spot. So I wasn't disappointed the Pats got thumped in Moose Jaw 10 4 because I wasn't expecting anything different. And now over to you, to the Saskatchewan Rush, who won, what was it, 9 4 uh, against Rochester Saturday? All I saw was the highlights. I was showing the Dodge Boys the fights. The kids were around the, my phone. They're like, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, baby, it's NLL. And Brad, the th second of the four kids, he's like, this is violent. He wants to play now. Lacrosse. Looked like a fun night. It was a great night. You know, Chris Corbeil, the captain, uh, chucked the, the, you know, the mitts. And it was awesome. It was really great. Um, the, the rush got out to a 5 nothing lead in the first quarter and hung on for a 9-6 win. I thought they played pretty well. The goaltending was awesome. The crowd was great. Aaron Prichette did a, did a concert post-game. So it was awesome. Hold got my to spend some time with him. Yeah, he was great. And that's still his favorite song to perform. You thought, I, I thought that be. would get tired, but I asked him that. It's his favorite one. It's the, it's the, it's the Rebel Rouser. All right, yeah. Moose, I'll see you back in hour two. Later.
We've literally covered it all except the Toronto Blue Jays. So here we go from Dunedin, Florida. Alejandro Kirk homered and doubled for the Blue Jays in a 10-4 win over the Pittsburgh Pirates on Sunday at TD Ballpark. Greg Bird and newly acquired third baseman Matt Chapman also went deep for the Blue Jays, who had 10 hits on the day. Starter Anthony Kay allowed one earned run over a single inning of work. The Blue Jays, who used eight pitchers on the day, improved to 2-1. and one in spring training. I'll be taking in some spring training baseball while I'm down here. There's no doubt. Don't have time to get to the viewer mail. It pertains to the CFL. We'll do that coming back in hour two. Bill Lindsay on the way from the Florida Panthers radio crew. Later on, Jeff Patterson from Vancouver Canucks fame. You're watching a brand new week of the RP show live from South Florida on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. It's a Monday. We're back on the air, and we're back in South Florida. And just ahead of Bill Lindsay, I was talking before the break about leaving players behind in a restaurant, in a hotel, in a gas station somewhere. And uh, the Hockey Club podcast, Corey Patterson's watching in Tallahassee, Florida. And he says, I was left in a restaurant a time or two. <laughs> I guess you weren't that important, Patty. We used to say, do we have Everly and a goalie? We're, we're good. Let's go. And that's the way the Pats are with Connor Bedard. And we'll get to that in a moment and more, plus our winner of the Bet Regal contest over the weekend. Uh, viewers asked to pick a game, pick the winner, and we got ours. Bill Lindsay played 777 NHL games. He is from Fernie, B.C., and he played in the Western Hockey League with the Tri-City American. Look at this, smiling. Of course you're smiling. How about these Panthers, Bill? You're, you're, hey, welcome to the program again. Did you ever get left behind by the team anywhere? That's right. Um, I had some u unique traits. I got in Montreal when I got traded to Montreal from the Panthers. Montreal was in town, so I traded dressing rooms. So I didn't get left behind, but I just took my bag from one locker room to the other locker room. Actually, took the morning skate with the Panthers. Then played that night with the Montreal Canadiens. That that was kind of unique. Uh, never got left behind anywhere in a trade let me think of some of my trades that i was going through uh yeah never got left behind had some quick plane flights though when you get traded when i got traded after being a long time florida panther to calgary get to opening night had to just they called said i was traded i was on a plane later that day i believe to make it into calgary for the for the opener the next day so things happen quickly when you get traded i never left behind but when you get traded, it, it's, it, you got to figure out what's happening very quick because you got to get your bags, try and figure out where you're going to live and all that kind of stuff. So it gets a little confusing. Oh, yeah, it's literally traumatic. And by the way, I was left behind by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton a few years ago. That's a story for another time. But, man, it's great to talk with you and all this. And we'll get to the Panthers in a second. But this morning, Marc-Andre Fleury goes from Chicago to Mini, and the Wild are playing Vegas tonight. They're saying that the Flower might start for the Wild tonight. I didn't see him going to Minnesota. Your thoughts on that trade? With uh, It's interesting. I didn't see him going to Minnesota either. But it's a team that's 
capable and the goaltending has been an issue in Minnesota. Bill Guerin, the GM there with the window with the salary cap restraints with Parisi and Suter moving on and the salary cap restraints that they're going to have moving forward. This is an opportunity with the team that they have assembled to make a move for a goaltender like Marc-Andre Fleury. They can fit him in with some cap space this season. So from the Minnesota side, if you want to take a chance and try and win it, it makes sense. Marc-Andre Fleury comes in there. That's a really good team. You look at the way they're built and the depth that they have. It's just been the inconsistent inconsistency in goal that has cost Minnesota some points in the standings. Marc-Andre Fleury's very capable, knows what it takes to do, and Cam Talbot's played a ton of games. So they got a good good goaltending duo, and we'll see what happens now in the Western Conference. But it, it to me, it's still pretty wide open in the West. Colorado has emerged as the elite favorite. But, but a team like Minnesota with a goaltender like Fleury, they have a chance uh, to move on and move forward. To the Panthers, because we brought you on to talk about the Panthers. Let's talk about who's coming in in Claude Giroux. Long's, longest serving captain in Philadelphia Flyers history. What is he going to do for the Florida Panthers? Brings, brings a lot. We had a hole in the top six that we needed filled. We had that good, good third line with Marchment, Lundell, and Reinhardt that was just re- playing really good hockey. And then we had Huberto, Declare, and Bennett as the line. And then you had Verhege and Barkoff, and you had something missing there with Barkoff and Verhege. So Claude Drew's going to fit in that top six. It's a perfect fix. We needed someone there to play alongside Barkoff. Even if you want to load up Huberto and Barkov on the same line, you could put down there and put Giroux in the middle but between Verhage and players like Bennett. Uh, that that could happen. So it's got some flexibility. Andrew Burnett's got a ton of flexibility with the lineup. Panthers not very good in the faceoff circle. Claude Giroux's run over 58% in his last five years. 60% this year is going to help a ton in the faceoff circle. That's maybe an overlooked detail of Claude Giroux, the leadership that he provides. So he brings a lot of everything, but there was a hole in that top six, and it's the one year, too, with the Panthers, with Barkov's extension kicking in next year. Likely the year after that, Huberto is going to have an extension. This is the window to go for it. It's wide open, and Bill Zito and the ownership, you got to give them a ton of credit. They've green-lighted everything, and Bill Zito's been aggressive. Got Sherratt, got Drew, filled the holes, and he might not be done yet. We'll see what what happens at the end of the day, but Drew brings a ton. Fortune favors the bold, but i got to talk about what's gone the other way. I've, I've watched almost every Panthers game this year. Owen Tippett is a stud, and Frank Vetrano mm-hmm. just seems like a character guy that the fans love. Bill, it had to be hard to see them go. Yeah, it's tough to see them go, but it's a good chance if you're a player like Vetrano, you go over to the Rangers, and he was having trouble fitting into our lineup and just getting that consistency. He was a healthy scratch at points, but he goes to the Rangers. That's a playoff team, gets to play aside Panarin last night, which is a good chance for him, had the empty net goal 15 and a half minutes. So from a player standpoint, it's tough to see guys like that move on to other teams. But if you're a player like Vetrano, and you're not having a chance with the Panthers, you get an added chance with a playoff team like the New York Rangers. He's excited, and those are some – I've been traded a lot. That's part of the business, and Tippett's a guy that's got to learn to play the defensive side of the puck, the 200-foot game, the little details, winning 50-50 battles, winning board battles. He, he gets a chance, does that stuff. He'll be a consistent 20-goal scorer in the NHL, but that was the problem with the Panthers, and Owen Tippett is just that he just – 
trying to refine and this team's trying to win now. And we just didn't have the opportunity and ice time to give them to to get them along to to learn that defensive side of the puck and do all those little things that's necessary to be a top forward in the NHL. It just wasn't coming along at the rate that you need to develop. So you move him on, that's a piece. And if it works out for Philadelphia, that's a good move for Philadelphia. But Giroux and the Panthers win now mode. You, you have to give up something to get something. I was just going to say that. But you see Tippett and it's just raw, all the talent you see it, right? So good luck to him and, and the Flyers. Yeah. And lastly, Bill, I got to say this. Yeah, I called 1,400, almost four. Yeah, for sure. I called almost 1,400 games in the Western Hockey League, so I'd like to think I know broadcasting. And I listen to you do these games, and I love it. I love it. A lot of times I'm driving in my Jeep, and you'll say something, and I'll look at the radio and say, you can't say that anymore. Do you ever get, like, politically correct stuff, right? Do you ever get in trouble for things that you say? And I think it's amazing. But uh, are they just let you rock on there? Yeah, we can rock and roll, uh, try some things out. I, I don't step over the boundaries. I, I, I know where the boundaries are no. as, as far as some of the stuff that, that uh, everything is as far as political. I'm not going to get into politics or uh, with, with the stuff, but I, I like to have fun with some things and uh, comments and go from there. So it's a, we try and make it a fun broadcast for the team down in South Florida. It's, it's not Toronto. It's not the, the market that's Toronto or vancouver a canadian market where maybe there are some stricter standards we we, we like we got a great team uh, just want to have some fun with it as much as possible oh yeah well it's not like you're howard stern or anything you're not swearing or whatever no. but it's just some just some things that make yeah but like well there was one game you're like the puck is like a grease pig down there and i'm like does anybody here know what a grease pig is we know what it is in western canada but i'm just telling you that i enjoy it and i've like talked yeah. to moles and Plagans and and uh, Goldie, but I have Moles yet to bump into stuff. you in the press box. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's worse. Stuff. That's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll look you up. Uh, March 29th, the Panthers are back right at home. The first game back since uh, t to Montreal. So I'll look you up, Bill. Always enjoy the visit. Thanks for this. All right, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Yeah, at the rink, come up there, and we'll uh, get together. Enjoy, enjoy the stretch. Run. Awesome. It should be fun. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Longtime NHLer Bill Lindsay, 777 games and part of that famed 96 Florida Panthers team. Viewer Takeover is next. On the way, Jeff Patterson from Vancouver Canucks Radio Fame. You're watching the RP Show live from South Florida on the Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live streaming on YouTube. And if you missed any portion of the show, catch our podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. RP Show continues on this Monday. It is viewer takeover time brought to you by Taco Time, because that's what we do. Over 120 locations across Canada. Uh, so let's do it. Jennifer from the Four Seasons regarding first-round picks and Owen Tippett being the first-round pick of the Florida Panthers shipped to Philly for Claude Giroux. Jennifer says Edmonton has had five first-rounders and the only quality player is McDavid, so sometimes quantity doesn't mean quality when it comes to picks. 
<clears throat> as I said, there's nothing about you, Jennifer. If you have faith in your scouting department, more picks the better. Edmonton's had a revolving door of scouts in and out of there. Edmonton is a grease fire. Sorry to tell you. And speaking of, John in Edmonton writes in and he says, the Oilers have announced a trade. Oilers have acquired Brett Kulik. Details to be announced. Uh, that doesn't exactly blow your skirt up, does it? Can we say that, Moose? If Edmonton doesn't get a goalie, man, I'd be pretty upset if, if I was an Oilers fan. Like, look at Minnesota. They're finding a way to get it done. Let's hear from the Oilers fans. I would be pretty upset if I was you, which reminds me, the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies. Which team has improved itself the most ahead of the trade deadline? Calgary Flames, Florida Panthers, Toronto Maple Leafs, or Minnesota Wild? Or somebody else. Leading the way right now is the Florida Panthers. How about that? And as Bill Lindsay just said, come on up to the press box. Come on, say hi. This playoff run's going to be fun. <sighs> Could we actually have been... Could we actually be recipients of such great timing that the Calgary Flames would meet the Florida Panthers in the playoffs, in the Stanley Cup final, and we're going back and forth between the two cities? Can you imagine? Jason in Red Deer earlier on uh, says, why would you feed a horse that's already fed? No kidding, right? Stupid. That's why we don't listen to PETA. I'm sorry. Hang on to that thought, Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events. He says, imagine this team if they build around Connor. Are we talking the Oilers and Connor McDavid, the Jets and Kyle Connor, or the Pats and Connor Bedard? Please tell me you're not talking about Connor Bedard because the window's almost closed. You're going to have him for one more year, year and a half. Upsets me. This is a missed opportunity. Can you imagine if they missed the playoffs this year with Connor Bedard? Last minute of play. Last minute of play in hour one. I don't have time to get to a sports update here. I want to mention the winner of the Bet Regal gift package is Randy from the Peg, who said the that? game of the weekend, his featured game of the weekend was the Rangers and the Lightning. He picked the Rangers to win, and they won. It's not that hard to play, everybody. Just text us on Fridays. The game, the feature game you'll be watching the most on the weekend. Pick the winner of it. And if you do, you'll uh, go into a draw and randomly be selected to win a Bet Regal prize package. Maybe like the bunny hug that Moose is wearing today. Uh, yeah, that's going out to Randy. Just don't have time to get to this sports update. We'll, we will open hour two with it. Looking ahead at tonight's action in the NHL, recapping this trade deadline day in the National Hockey League. So much, fan. It's going so fast today. We'll be right back after this break on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.